the battle against BRD, new products available for producers, and lots, lots more. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I am your host and producer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. A big thanks goes out to our partners, the American Cemental Association, the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Today's Cow Country News is brought to us by Wrangler. Wrangler, it's the official shirt and jean endorsed by the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. Cow Country News, you know, the cow stuff. Our top news story, the Center for Rural Affairs is urging the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the USDA, to begin implementing a much-needed grant program authorized under a stimulus package approved by Congress in December. That legislation set funding aside to improve capacity at local meat lockers, but the agency has been slow to respond. Now, in a letter to USDA's Agricultural Marketing Service, the center asks, that applications be made available as soon as possible and that processors designated as smaller and very small receive preference. Now, the policy director for the Center of Rural Affairs says many of us have changed the way that we purchase and prepare our food over the last 12 months. He says families have spent more time cooking at home, and he says many of them are learning that local meat provides a better and more affordable alternative to the big box stores. And now in other news, after 2020's pandemic-related challenges, U.S. producers, farmers, and ranchers are hoping for an uncomplicated growing season. That is according to the National Farmers Union, but unfortunately for many, that dream seems just a tick unlikely as much of the western half of the country is experiencing severe to exceptional drought conditions. Now, according to the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, NASA, the dry, uh, excuse me, the dry conditions can be attributed to a weak summer monsoon season and in ongoing El Nino conditions. It's likely that climate change, they say, is to blame as well. Changing precipitation patterns are a well-documented side effect of climate change, they say, including more severe and prolonged droughts. Now, affected states right now by the lack of precipitation or considered Severe drought or having drought conditions are Washington, Oregon, California, Arizona, Nevada, Idaho, Utah, Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, New Mexico, Texas, North and South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, Minnesota, Iowa, Louisiana, Michigan, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, New York, New Hampshire, Vermont, Maryland, Rhode Island, and Florida. I think it would have been easier to list the states that are not affected by the dry conditions. And our Weigh Em Up Sale Barn Report is brought to us by Downtown Threads, Oklahoma. Keep following us on Facebook and on Instagram at Ranch It Up Show for updates on our new swag line. In fact, this last weekend, just had some meetings about it, and it's going to be really cool. You've asked for it. We're bringing it. Oh, it's going to be Ranch It Up gear. Boom. Heading to Georgia, wrapping up last week. Here's what they had to say. Slaughter cows and bulls sold $1 to $2 higher. This is in Georgia. Feeder classes sold steady to $1 to $5 higher. In Georgia, here's the wrap-up. Here's what we got. On the steer side, the lightweights, four 
to four and a half weights at $1.58 to $1.79. Four and a half to five weights at $1.51 to $1.74. Five to five and a half weights at $1.45 to $1.68. Six to six and a half weights at $1.30 to $1.50. Six and a half to seven weights at $1.30 to $1.44. Seven to seven and a half weights at $1.20 to $1.41. And then seven and a half to eight weight steers in Georgia last week at $1.26 to $1.36. Now, on the heifer side, pretty much same weight classes we're going to burn through at Georgia last week. Wrapping it up, four to four and a half weight heifers at $1.32 to $1.52. Four and a half to five weights at $1.30 to $1.47 and a half. Five to five and a half weights at $1.26 to $1.40. Five and a half to six weights at $1.15 to $1.38. And then six to six and a half weight heifers at $1.12 to $1.29. The way up cows, they called them 49 to 60, excuse me, 49 to 86. There we go. The way up bulls, they called them 75 all the way up to a buck 10. And then their pairs from $700 all the way up to 1400 And crew, if there's a sale barn that you would like us to report on, to get more details on, just send me an email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com, or give me a holler 24-7 in the studio. Just leave me a message, 707-RANCH-20. Now, from rodeos to cattle sales to conventions all across the land, follow me along the Tigger Tour 21. Tigger Tour 21. The Tigger Tour is proudly sponsored by Medora Boot and Western Wear. Just head online to MedoraBoot.com, follow them on Facebook, and tell them Tigger sent you. And crew, just a reminder that Beck and I will be broadcasting live from various locations this spring and summer. Very excited for that as events and conventions, gatherings, if you will, they start to open back up again. Now, of course, the rodeo announcing schedule keeps us on the go, or it's slowly starting to put us on the go. But just wanted to remind you all that if you are looking for your next speakers, entertainers, your keynote speakers, hosts, just give us a shout. We would be more than happy to visit with you about your organization's needs, your wants, what you're trying to put together. So give us a call. Fire the emails off to ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Up next, producers have a new product to battle against BRD. We will be right back. Watch RFD-TV anytime, anywhere on all your connected devices with RFD-TV now. Simply go to watchrfdtv.com and sign up for just $9.99 a month or save more and pay just $89.99 for the year. You can begin streaming RFD-TV live right away and have access to your favorite shows 24-7 on demand. Go to watchrfdtv.com, sign up, and start streaming today. Sold, sold, sold. Want more dollars per head? Well, check this out. Sim Angus, I'll say it again, Sim Angus sired steer calves sold through Superior Livestock Auction last year earned more at sale time than all other calves for breeds with lots of 50 head or more. Kansas State University ran the data analysis of 394,900 heads sold last year through Superior Livestock. So, do you want low-risk, high-potential calves with earning potential? Well, that is Simmental. More per head. Period. Get seen, get noticed. Be part of the Ranch It Up crew with the all-new Ranch It Up gear from Downtown Threads, Oklahoma. Limited edition jackets, pullovers, caps, just to name a few. Head over to our Facebook page to see the latest or mosey on over to the website ranchitupshow.com. 
As Tigger says, be part of the crew. Show your Ranch It Up pride and get your gear today. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. Y'all ask for swag, we're bringing swag. Today's cattle battle is brought to us by the American Semental Association and the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator. Now, crew, the Profit Calculator, I've been talking about it for a long time. It is free. It is fast. I use it. Add some value to your calves. Give them the potential. Give yourself some opportunity with the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator. Boom. Producers now have a new product available for them to fight against BRD, bovine respiratory disease. Dr. Bruce Hoffman, a veterinary technical consultant with Elanco Animal Health, he joins us now to talk about the new product, Increxa. Now, Dr. Hoffman, first, I appreciate you visiting with us. Tell us more about Increxa, how it works, etc. Increxa is an antibiotic that contains telethromycin. And this is a, a macrolide antibiotic that has really good uh, response to bugs that cause pneumonia in cattle, mainly Mannheimia hemolytica, uh, Histophilus somnus, Pastorella multocida, and Mycoplasma bovis. It's an injectable antibiotic that is inject, injected sub-Q in the neck area of the animal. And we're, when we're talking right now, BRD, right? I mean, for all yep. intents and purposes, we're talking BRD. And I, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say when it comes to cattle mortality, is it safe to say that BRD contributes to, can I say, close to 50% of cow you mortality? Can. can I say that? You can. It, it affects, I mean, it affects about 16% of all cattle across the board in the U.S., okay? And then mortality is, is usually right around 40 to 50% of mortality is associated with BRD or, you know, bovine pneumonia. And BRD, what makes this bugger just kind of a nasty bugger is it comes in and it suppresses our animal's immune system, and it's all of these other things that can that can creep in and come in. Am I correct with that, Dr. Hoffman? Yeah, yeah, the BRD respiratory disease, it's a, it's a complex, right? So what you need first is you got to have stress. That stress coupled with sometimes dust with other uh, viruses, all of these, you know, poor nutrition, all of these can contribute to an animal being more susceptible to some of the bacteria that are around that cause uh, the pneumonia. So some of the, the factors that could be contributing to BRD just stress. Could I throw in that one? Stress and, and commingling cattle, because a lot of times I think when uh, when we think of BRD, I, I think of the fall of the year when we are transporting calves, when we've got the ballers, when we're going to the to the sale barn with them. That's when I think a lot of times of BRD. But BRD can it can creep on just about any time, can it? Yeah, of course. The fall is the most common because of bigger fluctuations in weather, like you said, weaning right? Weaning is the biggest stress. So on these calves, when we put them in weaning and depending on the weather, depending on if we're, if we're putting them on the truck heading across the country or if we're weaning them locally, you know, all of those things still add stress. And then you got the bugs that are there normally in the cattle noses. And so uh, some of that just puts, comes together and, and form that BRD and pneumonia in those calves. So how is the proper administration of Encrexa 
is it that when we have some some cattle that are starting to show some symptoms per se, is it best to bring them in, or how is the how do we get the the most efficacy of Increxa? So Increxa can be used both as a metaphylaxis or or when the animals uh, to control the disease animals that are most likely. So some of those animals that were running through the sale barn or or maybe have been exposed to more stress or commingled. And we can treat all of those animals at arrival at the feed yard. Um, and that's one way, but we can also use Increxa for individual treatment. So that animal there is sick in the pen or in the pasture, uh, we, can, we can pull that animal and treat it appropriately individually. So at this point, uh, what kind of uh, success rate are we having? Let's use that scenario number two where we've got one that is starting to show some signs and is just downright a sick critter. What have been yeah. the success rates of using Increxa? The key is, are we pulling early, right? If we pull a calf too late and we get established pneumonia, all products are, are not as well. Although, Increxa has the ability to get into the lungs quickly and stay there to actually fight the, fight the bacteria that's present. And so we usually get, uh, you know, Increxa on metaphylaxis, we're going to reduce uh, total sickness by 50% and up to 70% of mortality or death loss in that group. I mean, management is key, right? So we want to make sure we're feeding them properly. We're, you know, vaccinating those things properly to develop immunity against the most common bugs out there. But then we want to have the right antibiotic when calves do get sick because we know that some will get sick. And so using Increxa as, as an antibiotic and, and top line that we know that that's going to solve that problem with the bacteria infection that's what we want to go to, and and we're we're excited to have uh, give a, a branded alternative to cattle producers and veterinarians out there. You know, and Crexa it it adds to our portfolio. So we have options of different antibiotics, and and I guess producers and veterinarians can be assured that they're manufactured. We're manufacturing them in Shawnee, Kansas, right here in the United States, mm. under our quality control and with the. You know, technical support like myself and our, our sales representatives and everything that we have at Alanco to provide, you know, the assurance that uh, we're there to help improve the health of the cattle. Jeff, even though the we've been talking about BRD and its effect on cattle, uh, remember for the cow-calf guy that still fights foot rot and, and pink eye, Increx uh, is also labeled for these two important diseases that are we still battle out there in the country. Thank you so much, Dr. Hoffman. To learn more about Increxa, and the entire Elanco cattle portfolio. Just head to elancolivestock.com and ask your local veterinarian for Elanco products today. Now, up next, it was a pretty darn good run in the market, so will it last? Stick around and find out. Everyone asks me, Tigger, where do you get your boots? What do you look for in boots? Well, for me, it's customer service and American-made boots and tack. Medora Boot and Western Wear takes care of everything I need. You can shop online at MedoraBoot.com or follow along Facebook and Instagram. Give Medora Boot and Western Wear a call and tell them Tigger sent you. Medora Boot and Western Wear, making boots great again. Hashtag Tigger approved. I have about a half a dozen questions, quick like, as we talk cattle, selling cattle, selling feeder cattle. Are you finally done with the drama? Do you really want to know what drives profit in those calves? What could 
drive profit in those calves. Is it time for services that are for the real world that work today as well as tomorrow? If your bull purchases don't come with genetic predictions from International Genetic Solutions, you need to ask why not. Here's another question you need to ask. Why isn't your seed stock supplier using the most advanced approach to genetic evaluation in the business? We have all been through enough, but we need a little bit more. On my outfit, it's real simple. We use genetic partners that value our dollars as much as we do. IGS, International Genetic Solutions. Ask for it. Why? Because it works. You asked for it, you got it. Watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. Mark your calendars now to tune in to Tennessee August 10th through 12th, 2021 for the largest trade show for the cattle industry. If you're in the cattle business, the NCBA Trade Show has all the products and services you need to increase the profitability of your operation. The 2021 show will have over 350 exhibiting companies with over seven acres of displays. The NCBA Trade Show is more than just a trade show, it's an experience. Admission to the show includes education sessions, live cattle handling demonstrations, and a whole lot of fun. This is the show for anyone in the cattle business. Visit convention.ncba.org for all the details. Dial in now, we hope to see you there. Shaley Stewart, Cattle Market News and DTN. Shaley, I was on the road. I was traveling. I was busy last week, so I'm kind of a little bit off kilter. I don't know what happened, when it happened, where it happened, how it happened, should have it happened. So I'm just going to pass the mic and say, hey, give us some good news. Oh, well, you know what? I can actually do that this week. So it's a good week for you to kind of need to sit back and relax because I can keep it covered because we had a phenomenal marketplace last week. It doesn't matter if you're talking about the futures market, the fat cattle market, the live cattle market, feeder cattle market, box beef prices, or really anything in between those sectors. It was higher. And so cattlemen finally got just a breath of fresh air after a strenuous first quarter in 2021 and then a brutal 2020 we finally saw some good things really come together for the marketplace last week so just diving into the markets that way everybody can get caught up in the southern plains last week live cattle sold for $1.18 to $1.22 mostly at $1.21 which is considered about $4 stronger so that's really exciting because you know we're so used to either giving or taking a dollar and heaven forbid maybe $2 but no last week it was a $4 advancement so that was very exciting and then switching gears a little bit supplies are tight in the north so we saw even steeper advancements in the north as dress cattle sold for $1.92 to $1.96 mostly at $1.95 to $1.96 which equated to about five to six dollars stronger than the previous week so needless to say demand was phenomenal from packers they're seeing box beef prices continue to surge and so they are uh, they are vigorously working that cash cattle market and that's so exciting because hopefully we're going to see that type of behavior continue at least until the Memorial Day weekend and uh, if not further into the summer as hopefully 
um, everyone continues to use their grills throughout the summertime and just really consume beef like crazy. So last week, box beef prices average, choice cuts average, excuse me, two sixty six oh nine. That was up $19.23 from the previous week. And select cuts average two fifty six eighty five, up $17.20 for the week. So very exciting news there. And then regardless, if you wanted to look at calves or if you wanted to look at feeders, and heck, let's even throw stalkers in there too. Throughout the entire nation, prices were phenomenal. I, you know, there were specific pockets where, you know, calves sold better. There were specific pockets where feeders sold better. But either way, both steers and heifers last week were called about $4 higher. So um, I'll just dive into the state-by-state -state breakdown because I know everybody's excited to see grass starting to pop up. And largely that means that we need to start getting um, marketing our feeder cattle on our minds. So starting off in Montana, your 521-pound steer calves sold for $1.66. Your 583-pound steer calves sold for $1.71, and your 623-pound steer calves sold for $1.45. In Wyoming last week, anything under 500 pounds was called 4 to $5 stronger. Your 528-pound steer calves sold for a buck ninety. Your 588 sold for a dollar seventy-seven, and your 665-pound steer calves sold for a dollar sixty-eight. In South Dakota last week, your 450 to 700 weight steers sold for four to six dollars stronger all throughout the state. Your 536-pound steer calves sold for a dollar ninety-two. Your 573-pound steer calves sold for a dollar seventy-five, and your 677-pound steer calves they sold for a buck sixty-six. In Nebraska, all steers over 600 pounds sold three to five dollars stronger. Your 533-pound steer calves sold for a buck eighty. Your 628-pound steer calves sold for a dollar seventy-two, and your 663-pound steer calves they sold for a dollar fifty-nine. In Oklahoma, they called calves five dollars stronger as they're really starting to like the green grass that's popping up up there. Your 577-pound steer calves sold for a buck seventy. Your 628-pound steer calves sold for a dollar sixty-one, and your 668-pound steer calves sold for a dollar forty-two. And last but certainly not least, let's go ahead and talk about Missouri. Anything over, excuse me, steers, not anything, but steers over 600 pounds sold three to eight dollars stronger. Your 530 weight sold for $1.52. Your 571-pound steer calves sold for $1.47. And your 683-pound steer calves, they sold for $1.53. Shaley, I have a real quick question for you before I let you go, and that is in regards to seeing herds starting to talk about liquidation because there's some areas of the country still suffering from the lack of moisture, mine being one of them. There's other areas of the country, but by golly, they're having a hard time drying out. So are you starting to hear that conversation being had of, boy, howdy, I tell you what, we might have to start liquidating pears, or is it still people standing by and really kind of hoping that we're going to get some more spring rains? You know, I think that largely that answer has to be met directly in the middle of the two, because if for as many people as you hear that are liquidating, you're hearing other people saying, you know what, I really think that the spring is going to give us the rains that we need, and uh, hopefully we're going to be able to just utilize the, the moisture that's coming. But largely, I've seen a lot of pears already hitting the markets, and you know what, it is something to be worried about, given that the summer um, analysts are really projecting drought conditions. Shaley Stewart with Cattle Market News and DTN. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. Look forward to next week. Hope those people that need rain are going to get it, me included. Hope those people that need to be drying out get that as well. So we'll talk with you next week. Hey, thanks, my friend. And until then, we'll pray for rain. And so mm -hmm. life goes on. Thank you. Take care. Chat later. I tip my hat to you from one legend. 
to another. And now for my famous last words, Beck, I wanted to have you come into the studio, throw a headset on, because if I'm not mistaken, the last time that you came in and you were on Ranch It Up was when I lost my voice that I ended up getting sick. And kind of listen to me again. Here we go. But I fought through it. You are a little raspy. And by the way, hello, everybody out there. Uh, Tigger, this last weekend, got to dust off the pipes at a bull riding, a two-day event. Yeah, that was good. That was fun to be able to get out of the studio, even though it was a long drive. But It was, yeah. but you did a fantastic job. Oh, and another shout-out also to the great bullfighters and our clown. It was a terrific two-day event. And it was so much fun to be able to see... You know, friends again, close, close friends. Oh, it just was the get first time you out. got to meet some of my crew from Oklahoma back yes, in the old days. Yes, and it was so much fun meeting these guys and hearing the stories and then finding out that, I guess, Tigger uh, wasn't uh, over-exaggerating on some of them. <laughs> we, won't, we won't repeat that. But here's why I wanted to bring you in is, one, just do uh, my famous last words to everybody that was involved with the bull riding this last weekend. It was fantastic quite the production yeah, there was like ten thousand dollars was up for grabs for winning the bull riding so it was it was a really 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 big event um, and a quick thank you also to the town of elva for welcoming us yeah, all yeah so here's my question for you is what was your and i know what you're gonna say what was your favorite part of this of, of the bull riding this weekend <laughs> and you did not have to do music either. I oh, mean, this you was were a not treat. No, yeah. I just got to point to the names and make sure he stayed on track. Yep, yep that's uh, yeah. So what and was maybe your... razz you a little bit once in a while right, on the mic, right? So what was your favorite part? What what was the one that stuck out to you? Well, let me tell you this: this group of riders, they rode and stuck almost every bull they were on, and that's going to be the mini bulls. Oh yeah, that was your favorite. Yes, there's something about a little four-year-old riding around that arena and then watching the clowns supporting him and the bullfighters and then the bigger, older guys they're looking up to. They're cheering him on. And this was legit. This was mini bull riding. This was five years of age and under. Well, there was different age brackets. There was four different ones. So you're referring to it was the cutest darn thing we ever seen. I think there was a little can't remember his name. He's four years old. Oh, my God. He, he had his chaps on, and it was matching all that. Cutest thing Oh, ever my seen. gosh. All the way up to, though, then those older riders that were in the 12-year-old bracket, mm-hmm. yeah. they had some serious bulls bucket. So this was the first time you got to see a, a mini bull ride, is what you're saying. It is. You might uh, want to watch the corral. So what she is saying is, before you know it, we're going to be in the mini bucking bull business, right? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you're saying, isn't it? You can Boom. hear my smile. Mm-hmm. And now let's wrap this one, shall we, crew? A big thanks to Dr. Bruce Hoffman with Elanco Animal Health for the introduction and the update on Increxa and Shaley Stewart with CattleMarketNews.com and DTN. A big thanks to our partners, the American Semental Association, the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And now, crew, so glad y'all came with me one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. And this is imperative because we've got lots of changes, cool stuff happening that's coming real soon. So make sure that you follow along and you don't miss out on any of the action. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. And you can call us 24-7 at 707-RANCH20. Spread the good word and join us again next time. It's always Tigger Approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up.